Hello everyone, welcome back to What They Didn't Tell You, a podcast with me, Nicole Chan. So on this week's episode, I thought that I would just talk about K-dramas, Korean dramas, because in the past couple of years, I have been loving them, literally. I think I started during the first lockdown in the UK, and you know what, once you watch one completely you're kind of hooked and most recently Squid Game came out and everybody has just been insanely insanely in love with Squid Game and obsessed and everybody dressed as the characters for Halloween and so I thought that I would just share my opinions on K-dramas and to be honest most of my opinions are pretty positive of K-dramas because I am a little bit I wouldn't say obsessed, but I am a little bit in love with them. Just everything about them. Just, um, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. So, I'll let you listen to the jingle and we'll get on to it. This is what they didn't tell you. This is what they didn't say. This is what they didn't tell you. But from my experience, it'll be okay. ba do 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 So I'm thinking that starting off with talking about Squid Game is a must, honestly, because that's the most recent thing and not even the most current K-drama that I've watched, but it was very different to the K-dramas that I've previously watched because at first I knew that it was going to be gory and I was kind of scared uh, about watching it because I wasn't sure whether I'd be okay with that amount of like thrill and gore like it is is quite graphic I would say and so yeah I didn't I I wasn't sure and so I kind of watched it with my mum uh just to be on the safe side I was literally like oh I don't know whether I want to watch it or not and after the first episode I was literally like hooked and me and my mum were so so into it and so ready for the next episode and my mum's really good with watching those series is like that series those series with that because she she loves like Asian dramas Asian sitcoms she watches a lot of Cantonese and Mandarin dramas and I actually used to watch a lot of more sitcoms and stuff like in Cantonese uh but I just haven't done so in recent times but I re- I really feel like I should anyway with Squid Game I wasn't sure, lots of my friends had watched it and so I was like, you know what, bite the bullet, watch it with my mum and first episode in, loved it. It was, it's it's so good how they just draw you into the story. Obviously the first episode sometimes isn't great because they're just telling you the whole story and the background, just setting up everything for the next part and like the climax of the story to happen and so you do need that introduction and sometimes that introduction can be really really slow sometimes it can be really snappy and I thought that it was quite snappy um because I'm quite used to just having that starting episode be just setting the story and the surroundings and the world that they're in and I know some people thought that it was a tiny bit slow, but for me, I I kind of knew that it would be just setting up 
the characters and their story because you kind of need to set up their story and background and the world that they're in in order to feel something for them like either sympathy empathy uh just disgust or distaste for some characters maybe uh, a liking to them uh yeah so I was so drawn from the get-go and from then on I won't spoil anything I promise uh from then on as the story progresses I think the writing is phenomenal uh obviously I do not speak Korean um I just read the subtitles and listened to them speak I know that there was like an English dub of it I think but whenever I watch like a foreign film or series I most of the time I quite like to just read the subtitles as well as listen to them speaking in their own language especially if it is like an Asian language like a lot of it is tonal so whatever they say will be in a different tone and each like it might sound the same but have like a different range melodically or tonally but listening to that is so interesting I think and then also some words sound similar to Cantonese words and I feel like I am starting to get to know their language and their way of speaking and their melody and tone. And so I find it more expressive to listen to them as I read the words. I know that some Korean translators, Korean to English translators, like disagreed with some of the translation, but I can't speak on that because I don't really know much about that. But I do think that they did a really, really good job in terms of the writing and especially the aesthetics and the cinematography honestly I think with k-dramas the aesthetic is just on a whole different level but with Squid Game it was different because with the other k-dramas I've watched they've been like about romance and relationships and dating and meeting people and that's mainly the general gist of the storyline whereas with Squid Game it was more about the thrill the game the different dynamics rather than like romantic relationships and so I thought that was so interesting to be able to watch a k-drama but not based around romantic interests and relationships and you know what it did change my view of just k-dramas being all about romance and stuff because that was just so so eye-opening and so good because it was kind of completely different to the other k-dramas that I had previously watched. Another thing that I really really loved about Squid Game was that they incorporated so many different things of Korean culture into it. I mean, I don't think it was hard for them because it is their culture, but I think that it was so nice for people that aren't from their culture to watch it and say, oh, that's such a cool game. Like in England, we wouldn't play that. But like, because I grew up in England, some of the games like I didn't play and some of the games I did play, like we played marbles and things at Chinese school or just with my relatives and my family. But there are so many like things that are nuanced and so different to how other cultures would be and it was so nice to like have an insight into 
what Korean games were like. And obviously there would not be like life and death uh, in the balance when playing those games as a child. But it was so lovely to see and watch that and it bring back the adults' memories of those little childhood games. And yeah, I thought it was so nice for them to share that with everyone watching. Truly, I could talk about Squid Game for a whole episode of this, but I will not because I will just hold myself back and refrain from boring you about talking about Squid Game. But I thought I would share with you the start of my love for K-dramas. And if you have watched some of my vlogs from YouTube or know me in person, you might know that I started watching them at the start of the first lockdown uh, when my my brother would go on and on about this one K-drama called Crash Landing on You and I was like it can't be that good it was the time of uh, everybody loving BTS I mean I do love BTS uh, but I'm always one of those people who's like okay if that's a hype I'm gonna go the different direction and like ignore it for a bit and then when it dies down then I'll then I'll watch it or listen to it or join in in whatever hype it is. However, I did wait maybe a couple of years until I watched it back in 2020. Uh, first lockdown, I did watch Crash Landing on You and that was the first K-drama I had ever watched and I I fell in love. It's, it's just everything about it so good. The storyline the cinematography, the aesthetics, the romance, the the acting, all of it is just perfection. And I didn't realise this until I watched it and I understood finally what my brother was talking about and how it is incredible. And sometimes I think back and I think, my goodness, I really, really wish that that wasn't my first encounter of a K-drama because almost nothing can compare to it like it is the like the highest mark it is the record breaking series and it it's basically most k dramas are 16 episodes usually the ones that i've watched however squid game is not and i think nevertheless is only 10 episodes but there could be more i don't know but crash landing on you 16 episodes each probably at least an hour plus and oh it was just perfection I think I might watch it again after this actually <laughs> but that was when I realized the aesthetics are just so so beautiful and this is the thing in Asian culture like beauty and aesthetics are, is so different from like western culture and so it's nice to see the difference and literally everyone's skin every actor's skin is just so so smooth and so blemish free and it just looks incredible like the makeup and the costume is down to a t brilliant and even even the men look so pristine. I just don't know how they do it. And ah, oh, yes, 
that in itself, just the beauty of makeup and costume and the acting, of course, and also the scenery, the setting, so, so lovely. Like there is so much greenery and I love the difference between their city and their countryside because their countryside just seems so like down to earth and so, yeah, so, so different. Um, And the story talks about uh, their view of North Korea and South Korea and there's basically like a Romeo Juliet kind of divide. Uh, I am trying so hard not to spoil anything Uh, but yeah the aesthetics and the camera angles oh I love how there are moments of slow motion and it just it just makes the world stop as if the characters feel as if the world around them has just stopped or frozen and when they like stare into each other's eyes they really like encapsulate that moment so so well I feel like in every single k-drama that's one of the things like you can tell it's a k-drama from just the eye contact the staring the facial expressions the slow motion the casual fade into music uh it's just so so beautiful and every now and then they do are they they do add like sparkles to slow motion every every picture uh, just to fade into credits and then credits come up you've got to wait because they always show what's gonna happen next as if it's like (laughs) as if it's like next time on Tracy Beaker or like uh there you know that like little clip where they'd be like next time on Friends or this is what happened I I love how they just so smoothly slide from one episode into the next like if after episode one they have a little next time on crash landing on you kind of thing uh the next episode so episode two they would literally join the end scene onto onto that episode so that it would start with the end scene that you just watched and it's just so so smooth almost like reminding you this is what happened in the story and it's just ah just so lovely how it just pristinely glides from one episode to the next and oh it's so beautiful so beautiful so apart from squid game and crash landing on you which are literally my top top ones that i absolutely love i have also watched startup Love is a bonus book, Hometown Cha Cha Cha, Nevertheless, and Something in the Rain. And I do feel like I, I need to explore more, but those are the ones that I've seen so far. And every now and then, I just don't know whether a K drama is going to be good or not sometimes because there's been a few times where I thought, oh, this is a little bit cheesy. I don't think it's for me. So maybe I'll go back to that, but for now, I'm just going to not watch anymore like after the first episode of one of them I can't remember which one it was but I was like oh it is a bit cheesy and I feel like some of k-dramas may seem a bit cheesy because of the difference between like Asian culture Eastern culture compared to Western culture and so sometimes it is a little bit like oh bit cringe bit cringe however most of them are so so good like startup love is a bonus book hometown cha 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 they have been 
so so good I literally just finished watching Hometown Cha 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 and like Crash Landing on You the aesthetics perfect just everything just it is everything (laughs) um another thing that I think that I think Crash Landing on You and Hometown Cha 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 do really well is give people an insight into Korean culture and little things that like I I kind of pick up on because some of the things are similar to like Chinese culture and I I just thought it was really interesting and I also know and watch some Korean Asian American um, YouTubers who talk about K-dramas and because they're Korean they also know about the culture and have talked about that previously in their videos and so I have watched some of them and kind of understand more about it and like dating is very very different in Korea in terms of like they celebrate like 100 days 200 days of like dating and unlike I think western culture where it's a little bit more casual if you're dating you're dating like there's no wishy-washy in betweenness whereas I think western culture does have uh and can sometimes be a little bit frustrating if you don't know um and I think with dating in Korea is a little bit more black and white so it seems and I thought that was really really interesting to watch and to learn more about I think learning more about other cultures is just so interesting to me and so cool (laughs) I sound like such a nerd um another thing is like treating the elderly well waiting for them to eat first and greetings and things and I've I've realized there's like a formality and informal speaking like there's two different ways of speaking I think that's quite interesting as well like if you don't know a person you will be more formal to them I think a a way I kind of knew about that would be like in French you would say vous if you didn't really know them or you'd say tu if you did know them um that's the only example I know of at the moment I think that's really interesting to continue to learn about and just watch um and then also cuisine like their food looks so so good I even have been inspired by my sister and watching K-dramas um, of making topoki, which is like rice cakes and fish cakes. And it's, it's so yummy. It's in like this spicy red pepper chili sauce and it's so, so good. And I usually just have like Chinese food um, or like casual in English dishes and things or like American food or Italian food like pizza or pasta like anything that's in my vicinity or like able to be easily reached or like easily made around my area or in the supermarket something that's like easy to get a hold of basically um and so it was nice to just be able to try something like that and it's really inspired me to just try more foods and it just looks so yummy on camera (laughs) and I I actually love love just watching what they eat. <laughs> that sounds so weird, but I always get quite intrigued with what they eat. And I've also realised that a lot of the time they put ads in their 
episodes so every now and then you'd see the camera tilt to one side to zoom in uh into like a like type of medicine or even a chocolate bar or a like they have these like almost like frubes like you know the yogurt um drink in like this tube almost like a frub but like I think herbal or some sort of refreshing beverage in the tube and I just find it so funny but actually it's quite clever to like make more money from having those adverts and commercials for those companies. I've even seen a Domino's advert in hometown cha 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 like (laughs) so funny but actually really really clever. It's another way of getting some revenue uh, when you're filming and I honestly don't know what it's like in the film industry in Korea but uh, a lot of them do seem to have adverts in them and I think that's super super clever and also if you're watching each episode and you see these things like even I think they might have advertised like a handbag like it's actually quite um it's quite clever because when I was watching it I was literally like oh what is that and even I wanted to try it (laughs) Uh, so yeah that's another clever way of making money advertising and yeah as well as learning more about the culture and the aesthetics of K-dramas just watching it and listening to the music and this the camera angles and everything and obviously the acting as well I have to say that the storylines and the romance has really got me that's what like reeled me in I love a rom-com I absolutely adore a rom-com like the holiday the notebook well I mean the notebook isn't really a comedy but it's a romance film how to lose a guy in 10 days Notting Hill Bridget Jones's diary literally I love a good rom-com and so when I did watch Crash Landing on You like their love story just just got me in the feels and so that has been one of the things that has pulled me in each time to continue watching or to watch a new one and it's just so so different in the way that they explore a relationship because I think that they are a little less casual and more black and white like we are dating or we're not dating kind of thing um and it's kind of been refreshing to like know more about different ways of dating and relationships and romance and it's been really really cute to just watch them like the meet cute the oh shall we date kind of thing and then actual dating oh it's just so so sweet uh and so that has just made me want to watch them even more because I do love a rom-com I do love romance and exploring relationships I find that really really interesting especially if it is with different cultures and I I find that fascinating for some reason I think I'm just drawn into other people's relationships and drama but in in the fictional sense and so that has been one of the highlights of watching K-dramas so if you do love rom-coms and romance then K-dramas are definitely for you.
So there has been some controversy. For I have read some news articles and some Instagram pages like Next Shark and different things like that, where I've heard that there's a rumor going around that they're recreating Crash Landing on You, but with English language. So rather than having it in Korean, people would be speaking in English. And I honestly think that the Korean version is incredible. Why would you want to change it? And that's what a lot of people think, like, what's wrong with it apart from the language? And for me, personally, I don't mind a subtitle. I actually quite enjoy it. I mean, it stops you from doing other things. Like, imagine if you're cooking dinner and you have to listen to Korean, but you don't understand it. Like, you'd actually have to focus a lot more and to read whilst watching rather than doing something else whilst watching. And I think that might be a problem for some people, but I would find the time to be able to just sit down, watch the series and read the subtitles through it. And especially with Korean, like you can hear the different tones because it's a tonal language. You can hear like the different vowels they make and kind of join it up to what you read. But then every sound that they make has a different emotion to it. And so joining the English subtitles to that sound, I think is is quite cool. I quite enjoy doing that. And it's almost like this. If you didn't speak English and you were listening to this, like you could hear in the tone of my voice, like how I'm feeling instead of being like really, really sad and like, oh, every everything sucks. Uh, really really monotone and boring like this like you can tell like from someone's tone of voice like how they're expressing their emotion and how they're feeling and so I feel like regardless of whether you understand the language or not you will understand like the subtitles and you'll be able to hear how they're feeling and I feel like that is just amazing because I know that that could be a really privileged thing to be able to do, to be able to hear the the emotion as well as read the actual meaning. And joining those two up, I think you are able to understand a lot more. In one of the K-dramas, I can't, honestly can't remember which one it is called. I will get back to you on this one. In one of them though, it talks about a translator and how they translate uh, Korean dramas and films into like English subtitles too, and how much time that they take for for the whole film to be subtitled, and for every single word to actually match what they're saying and meaning in terms of their body language, their tone of voice, the whole situation, because one thing, in written English could mean so many different things when you actually say it with a certain emotion and I think that sometimes people take subtitles for granted because people don't actually see the work but let me just I'm gonna look this up I'm gonna look up which Korean drama it is okay I just looked it up it is called Run On Run On I have actually watched a couple more 
that I actually said because I completely forgot but I've watched Run On as well and that's about translating and the film industry and uh, being on set and translating the films for uh, Korean to English subtitles and a little bit romantic as well and then I also watched ET1 class I think that's how you say it I'm, I'm so sorry I am butchering the language ET1 class well there we go and that is about restaurants and like building your own company and brand and it's kind of a strained relationship between these two restaurant owners who are kind of fighting against each other and being in competition with each other and yeah I feel like just watching them was so that even those two like the translation and the restaurant owners the those subject matters were so interesting because it was about a different part of the world and their culture and it gave so much more insight into Korean culture and like even their restaurant culture even uh translation and that's something that people don't always talk about like the subtitles and translating other languages into English I don't think that people explore that enough or that often so quickly returning back to Crash Landing on You and how they're doing a remake of it potentially I could say that they could also potentially do different languages like dubbed onto the already made series like they did with friends like they did friends in French and German and Spanish and all these other languages like you don't actually need to remake the whole thing you could literally just dub in the English I know that that is not always the best however I do think the quality of the k-drama itself is just on another level I honestly I'm so intrigued to see if the remake is as good like aesthetically uh, I'd yeah I I didn't I just don't know until I rewatch it and see uh but I do think that you could just dub over it because like with the beauty of friends that's almost like the beauty of k-dramas uh it's so weird to just compare the two but I do think that the cinematography and the story and the way everything is shot and acted out like the remake would just be quite interesting to watch however I do also feel like people would be deprived of the original (laughs) so as you heard from my list I have watched a few k-dramas now and like I said Crash Landing on You and Squid Game are up there very very high on the list and so Every now and then I'm like, nothing can compare to Crash Landing on You. The ones that I have watched though are comparable because they have also been really, really good. And I think what draws me to them a lot is just seeing how different their acting style is, like the cinematography is compared to like what we'd see on like BBC or or all four, or like Channel 4 or E4, like it's so different to what we're used to in the UK. And so it's just so nice to explore another creative outlet and another creative culture. I 
also realised that there are so many similarities to Chinese sitcoms and like Cantonese dramas and I think that's what also made me want to watch more K-dramas because it is quite close to Chinese culture um, in comparison to like Western and Eastern versus like Chinese versus K-dramas and I know that a lot of people have also recommended some Japanese dramas to me and so I will get on that. I just think it has made me remember how much I used to love those Chinese sitcoms and the aesthetics of them are kind of similar to the K-dramas, I don't think on the same level though, and it just reminded me of how much I used to like love watching them with my family as well. There's one that I really, really remember so well, uh, which is called Saping Dai, and that was 10 brothers who had these like superhero powers, and it was so cool. Like they'd be like the strangest superpowers though. Like one had really stretchy limbs, one <laughs> would cry all the time. It was it's so so different and out there and just such a cool way of thinking and like the concept was a little bit weird but also so enticing to watch and it's almost like that it just reminds me of how different people think differently and if you're raised in a different environment you obviously think about things differently and show other things like creatively in a different way and I really really enjoy that it's just so refreshing to see something new and different. My friend and I are creating a project and a lot of the times a lot of my friends and I try and write stuff and my friend Ryan actually said to me oh remember like nothing created is ever original and I I thought wow that is actually so so true because different storylines we try to come up with different things we would try and explore like has already been done like nothing is actually original and because there are so many concepts and creatives and so much material out there already like it has already been made nothing is ever gonna be original it's just original in the way that you present it and tell it to the world and I think that is one of the hardest things to try and just maneuver around and think of something original like it cannot be done I don't think or can it it's it's such a hard concept to go around and it's almost like this ever ever flowing cycle that you you'll try and come up with something different and each time you go around it like something has already been created in that way and I think because k-dramas explore it in a different creative outlook it's it is refreshing and seems original enough for you to want to know more and I think it is such a refreshing way to tell a story and like watch a different story especially if uh, you want something new and refreshing to watch and have never explored a k-drama before and want to know more about a culture that's the one hurdle that every writer or creative has to go through like going over these different outcomes and different stories and things that have already been done and you're like oh no oh what if this happened oh wait that's already been done in this and you're like no stop I think 
yeah, the different ways of telling it and the different ways of showing it to the world is what makes something fantastic and quote-unquote original. I think that's why K-dramas now have kind of soared in Squid Game and the new remake of Crash Landing on You. Everybody's like intrigued in these stories and the way of telling them and it seems new in their eyes and I think that's why it's so intriguing to continue to watch and learn more about and explore more of them and I am thoroughly enjoying watching them especially since uh I am coming out of the 10 days of isolation today I am not in isolation anymore and I have just been watching hometown cha 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 <laughs> and friends and yeah it's just it's been refreshing to watch these new stories and it's been so nice to see their like creative outlook and see things in a different way and especially the eye contact and the music fading up oh it's beautiful I I feel like you won't know what I mean until you actually watch like an episode but so beautiful it's just been so nice to like see it in a different lens in a different way uh, in someone else's story and stories that we might not have heard before and yeah it's just been so nice to watch something different for a change so I would highly recommend so that is it for this week's episode I really really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast I hope that this might have inspired you to watch more K-dramas available on Netflix and yeah I hope you guys have a good week and you will hear me soon. Bye!